Welcome back to Crawford Insights, the podcast where we take a recent post from the Crawford Investment Council blog and discuss it with the author. I'm your host, Tom Bueller, Portfolio Manager here at Crawford, and today we'll be discussing the golden opportunity, Crawford Small Cap Strategy, with our analyst and Portfolio Manager of the Crawford Small Cap Strategy, Boris Guzman. Thanks for joining us, Boris. Glad to be here, Tom. I think this discussion of our small cap strategy will be interesting and give our listeners some valuable insights into the way we at Crawford look to position our portfolios to be able to add value over the long term. The article you wrote really focused on the creation of the small cap strategy and does a great job of letting people look behind the curtain to see how we put it together. I know our listeners will be interested in hearing your perspective. Absolutely. After launching the dividend yield strategy in 2011, we created the Crawford small cap strategy in 2012. What caused us to consider applying our dividend-focused investment philosophy to small-cap stocks? At the time, we expanded our research team by adding several analysts with a lot of experience. So we felt like we had some capacity to add products and let our investors participate in other parts of the market. And specifically for small cap, we historically observed that significant portion of our investable universe for our flagship dividend growth strategy at the lower end of the market cap spectrum exhibited very attractive investment characteristics. Uh, Some of these companies had very stable business models and uh, strong balance sheets and uh, strong overall performance. So it was a natural shift for us to go down the market cap spectrum and apply our dividend philosophy to that area. What kind of backtesting analysis did you do on those smaller stocks? So we looked at the performance of dividend payers and non-dividend payers within the Russell 2000 index, which is a broadly used benchmark for small cap stocks. And what we discovered that the dividend payers not only provide a risk reduction benefit to most portfolios, as you would expect, given their higher quality and lower volatility, but we also saw that they generated superior returns. And that's something that we came to call the dividend effect. And did you feel that the dividend effect alone was enough to really justify moving forward with the strategy? Well, it certainly was a good start because we identified a favorable universe to generate attractive returns. But at the same time, given the volatility and less coverage at the smaller end of the market spectrum by Wall Street or just relative lack of information about these companies, we felt that we could apply our fundamental research as well and do in-depth due diligence on these names to come up with a much better portfolio than one could access simply by selecting dividend-paying stocks. So you mentioned you know, looking at the Russell 2000 index, which is the small cap index. Were there other areas of the market that you looked into to see if maybe you could find a similar effect? Yeah, we certainly, as I mentioned, we looked at a variety of opportunities on the international side and, again, within larger cap space. But small cap space uh, stood out in particular because of that dividend effect. It was the most pronounced, and it really dovetailed nicely with our expertise and the knowledge of our research team in looking at these dividend-paying companies. Were you surprised at what you found, that there was this kind of undiscovered opportunity in the small cap space? Yeah, it came as a bit of a surprise, even though, as I said, we knew that some of these companies, we, we observed that they had these attractive characteristics, but it did came as a bit of a surprise, because typically you would see lower risks investments in general generate somewhat lower returns compared to higher risk ones. 
Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned this as you, know, you kind of called it a golden opportunity in your paper. After you discovered this golden opportunity, how did we go about building out the small cap portfolio when we initially started it? So as I mentioned, our team expanded. We had a number of analysts join our firm with a lot of experience. So we were able to focus our research and break it down into sector coverage for each analyst. And that allowed us to gain additional insights in each individual sector. And so with the dividend history as a starting point, we screened the universe of small cap companies to a more manageable number, which was about six to 800 names. And from there on, our analysts would take over and look at their stocks within their individual sectors and apply other screening criteria and just build on their knowledge of these businesses and industry knowledge to, again, find the best ideas that are best positioned from a fundamental and valuation standpoint. So basically the same analysis we go through on the large cap side got applied to the small cap space and really helped us to uncover the best of the dividend paying stocks down there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot more value of doing this type of research again at the smaller end of the market cap spectrum because of the lack of information and lack of coverage on Wall Street. And it actually brings another interesting point, this why these stocks are underfollowed. And we've discovered that investors tend to have this mentality when they invest in small caps where they are focused more on the returns and they're looking for the next big thing or you know the next Amazon. But they forget that for every... Amazon, there's probably hundreds of companies that fail, and they tend to forget about the higher risk of investing in smaller companies. And we at Crawford, by doing our due diligence, we can really capitalize on that investor bias. It's a good point. I mean, I think you're right. A lot of people underappreciate the downside risk that can come along in investing in more speculative areas of the market. By focusing on these higher quality companies, we really mitigate that quite a bit. You mentioned earlier the, I think you said it was 600 to 800 companies are kind of in our investable universe in the small cap space. That's way more than most people would anticipate being dividend paying, let alone consistent dividend paying companies in the smaller area. Do you feel like there's plenty of breadth of opportunities in the different sectors to invest in the small cap dividend paying companies? Yeah, there's certainly, if you look at our small cap portfolio, it's well diversified across sectors. Our universe, all sectors are represented. We certainly, because of our quality bias and the types of companies we look for, are less exposed to some of the more cyclical sectors where companies don't necessarily enjoy strong competitive advantage like energy, for example, which is heavily dependent on the commodity cycle and price or materials, for example. These companies tend to be volatile and they don't fit with our low risk mandate. And at the same time, certain companies in the healthcare sector, particularly biotechs, at the early stage of their development, they tend to be more of a binary outcome type companies where if a certain drug succeeds, you do well, but if it fails, your investment goes down to zero. That is completely opposite of what we're trying to accomplish. And we look for companies with more stable earnings, more stable cash flow that provide downside protection and downturns and a smoother ride for our investors. 
What's the investment experience been like over the last 10 years that we've been managing the strategy? We are very pleased with our results so far. We certainly delivered on our mandate of lower risk and lower volatility of returns, but at the same time, we not only outperformed the Russell 2000 index or the small cap universe of stocks, but we also outperformed the dividend payers within Russell 2000, which once again underscores the value of doing your due diligence and in-depth research and putting together a focused portfolio of best ideas. That's fantastic that we can take a subset of the index that's already advantaged from a risk return standpoint and then approve upon it in both those metrics at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Boris, thanks for giving us some additional thoughts and information about the Crawford small cap strategy. It's been a strategy that's delivered superior risk-adjusted returns since it was started in 2012 and can be a great addition to a lot of investors' programs. You and the rest of the equity research team have done a great job over the last 10 years refining and improving the stock selection process for the small cap strategy, and I know the clients that invest in it have been very pleased. If any of our listeners are interested in finding out whether the Crawford small cap strategy may be right for you or someone you know, please give us a call at 770-859-0045, and we will be happy to discuss it with you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you haven't already done so, be sure to check out our article, The Golden Opportunity, Crawford Small Cap Strategy, on our website at insights.crawfordinvestment.com forward slash perspectives. Subscribe to the Perspectives blog while you're there, and be sure to come back next month for another episode.